Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minnesota State Fair. All right. Thanks for coming to Weekly Dish at the State Fair. We are at the My Talk stage, mm-hmm. and we are at Randall and Cooper, I sure, think. Is whatever. that our cross street? Yeah, maybe. I'm Stephanie Hansen. <laughs> I'm Stephanie March. And we are here to really give you a recap so you can read all the words that all the journalists have written about the new food. <laughs> Stephanie I'll try included. not to take offense to that tone. No, no, there's no <laughs> tone. You're the queen of it, but... <sighs> This is the show where we really like get to give you more words and more personality about some of the lists that you've seen. We're talking about new foods, new beverages. We've got some guests coming on in the second hour. And yeah, Stephanie, we've just we've just and to give you the weather report because I don't know if you can hear the wind. It's a little blustery. It's a little blustery out today, but I i mean, for those of us who get a little uh, little schwitzy at the fair, it's kind of nice. I think, too, that this wind is blowing out the remaining clouds and that we're going to end up having a pretty nice day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, 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 whatever happens, happens. It's great. It's, it's good eating weather. Yes, That's and for no sure. rain is forecasted. No. So. Oh, really? Okay, good. Yeah, nope. Okay. It kind of all blew out this morning, so. There's a lot of, I thought, we should talk about the attendance because I thought that first day was kind of crazy. I felt like it, too, and yeah. the traffic has been a big headline. Right, right. And I don't know why because traffic is always, you know, you got to deal with it at the fair, but it seems... From what I'm hearing, people year. are sort of saying that it was a lot of it had to do with the fact that later start, so that uh-huh. it kind of intermingled with the uh, you know the the rush hour that normally instead of everybody being able to be here at six, yeah. and so the the traffic coming in at five, that makes sense. They were they could only get here until seven, and so then things were sort of mangled a little bit. So maybe that was it. Makes total sense. That first day felt great. Yes, like the great Minnesota get back together. It just felt um, fresh yeah. and clean yep. and state fair ready. Yeah, it was nice. And I also thought it was just like, it felt like everybody was kind of in a good mood. It yes. did. It just felt like everyone was excited to be here. And we had a lot of, uh, we just had a lot of, um, we just had a lot of good vibes going on that day. A lot of great um, vendors here like every year, but it just, yeah, that first day felt really fresh and it still feels fresh. Yeah, no, it's still great. And of course, this is first weekend. Of two, and they usually the attendance uh, today is one of the higher ones. A Saturday is obviously going to be high, but tr- uh, traditionally it's the second Saturday that is the highest attendance. It's interesting when you Jerry Hammer's kind of Mister State Fair. I think he's the general manager's his official title. Oh yeah, um, maybe is but, he still? Yeah, and he gave a fair estimate of crowds. And it was less than the award-winning 2019 Most People Out Here Fair year. Yeah. But he's almost spot on. It's because it's about 15% less than that giant year, but still pacing just a little bit uh, below what pre-COVID. Right. No, 2018 and 2019, you guys set records. The two, Those two years set records like every other day, it's, it's felt like. And so those were, I mean, that was the year that we hit like 2 million. Yeah, you know? crazy. And it's weird how we're all like kind of attendance obsessed, I think. I look every <laughs> I day. Fully, we get a media, you know, email and I usually get, um, you know, we usually get like the attendance record and it's just like I haven't gotten it yet. And so I was kind of wondering what Well, it and like. what they do now, I think they've changed it. You have to actually like follow a link and go online to get it. Yeah. It's not in the recap. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. Which I was like, oh, darn it. That's like my number one fair stat. I know. We love that. All right, so you have, so day one, and I just want to go back. I don't, who started out, like, deciding that media people should eat every single fair food the first day? I don't know. Do you know who started it? Because I feel like you started it, but I don't know if you did or didn't. I don't know 
either. I don't know if it's. I, if I mean, it's like, germane. Yeah, I don't know. People are, have been doing. You know, like I think for sure the newspapers have been out here doing this kind of stuff. I don't know if everyone has done like the hard and fast eat every single food every single day. I'm not sure. Or the first okay, because I felt like everybody did this year, with the exception of like a few bloggers. But it was like a thing. Like everybody ate every single food, yeah. and I was like, "That stuff's lean." Oh, it's fine. And like, nobody and- <laughs> drank all the beers, but you I know did. we were the jerks who were like, "And oh, really? I'll see your eat every food, and I will raise you drink every beer." Like there was a moment where we kind of all looked at each other, like, "What are we doing?" Because that is there was a moment we were sitting at Ballpark Cafe, which of course is the center of craft beer. Uh, it, you know, I, I feel like saying on campus, and it is like. <laughs> And it is like they had, I think they had like 17 new uh, beverages this year. And that was like a moment that we sat there and they brought us this tray of beers. Because I said, if you guys can just not have me stand in line and I'll pay and just like but bring the beers. And they're like, yeah, we'll help you out. So they brought them all in this like hotel pan and set them down. And it was like, oh, oh, okay. And I happened to catch up with you, you there. right there. Right. And there was like a key. Of like these beers yeah. are these, and there was a circle so you could correspond which beer you were drinking. Because it's it, crazy. It's different. The harder part, I think, the hardest part, you know, and we'll get into the specifics about like which foods and which beers for this whole first hour. We're going to do that, but the thing about the beers is that it's harder to remember for me personally because like a food, you know, you're going from like a corn dog to like a cheesy poof to like a slice of right. pizza. Those are all a they look different, but then they all have different. You know, they're very different in flavor. And you just have a different reaction to them. Where beer, you're sipping the same cup and usually the same kind of color of liquid. Granted, they're different. Like one may be pineapple-y, one may be... But it's still beer. And so you're kind of... For me, it's harder to remember. You know what I noticed? It was great to try it like 17 beers like in a row because you really got the nuances of all of them. I really liked that. But it was also like... I had to give time in between each sip because if you have like a super piney, hoppy IPA, yeah, like and then you go in for a limey pilsner, right? Like you just needed time for your taste buds to sort of recover. It was weird. Yeah, it was like okay, and then like there was the blue beer that was based on the blue macaron that we both were like, okay, what is this one going to be like? It was bright blue. It was the prettiest color. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like in that's. A- I mean, and I guess here's the caveat I would like to set forth before we do our reviews, our get it, skip it, your calls, our loves, our hates, our wins and loses. The key to all of this in understanding that the way that the food of the State Fair kind of rolls is that, and the way that we do it as teams, you know, the coverage that happens with it is like every day from hour to hour, things can change. So we're trying to pin down a very, very uh, sort of diaphanous moment because it's hard because, like, we start at the Blue Barn, we do- start down at the West End, and then by the time we move up to here, the food that we the food that we had that morning down there versus up here, and then another team starts up here, you know, in the Machinery Hill, and then heads at the Blue Those dishes have changed over that day just by volume and just by time of day. Yeah. And so what happens is because there's, like, the first flush may taste differently versus the afternoon when they've figured some stuff out. So... It's hard because, yeah. like, what I say is a get it. Somebody else may be like, oh, my God, we gave that zero stars. And I I can't, like, there's no arguing for that to say, like, you're right or you're wrong. So that's why I just try to say, that's why we kind of keep it light. Quite honestly, there's a few things that were just like, I just don't even, this doesn't even work for me. But maybe by the end of the day, somebody else may have loved it. I don't know what to say about that. All right. So without further ado, 
Well, let's start at the next segment. All right. Because we'll we're only about... have a minute. Yeah. But I, I also want to say one other thing is that when we do these reviews of the new foods, it is just the new food that we're doing. And a lot of times I feel bad because, like, for instance, I didn't I wasn't a fan of the new foods at Nordic Waffles, but I do love their pebbles and whatever. So, bam, like, bam. Yeah. yeah. So, like, for me, I'm thinking I might actually do a, a thing about how I have. You know, even if you're not getting the new food, there was a couple places I was like, look, this new food is not worth your time. They have so many better things to get here. Yeah. And I appreciate that, that you'll come back around and like, uh, I'm just trying to think of an example. Nordic waffles is a good example. I'm trying to think if there's maybe another one. Um, you know, Tejas Express has sure. lots of good food. Sure. Like, I would absolutely get a bunch of stuff there. If they didn't have the new food, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't amazing new food, I, I know it's all marketing and it's helped to drive traffic and people are excited by it. And that's great. But there are people who are going to come out, you know, and maybe try one new food and then go to their places. And these bonus foods that popped up, too. There were some real good ones. There's so a lot of them. All right, we're going to give you all of that. When we come back, you're listening to The Weekly Dish. We are live <laughs> out at the State Fair. We'll it's be right crazy. back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071 live out at the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you guys for being here. Who are the sitting in the crowd? It's a little Absolutely. blustery, but it's lovely, and it's going to be a great day at the fair. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. Uh, I'm Stephanie Hansen here with Stephanie March, yep. and Stephanie has done the the Lord's work, as it were, <laughs> and heavy lift. every single new fair food. So, Stephanie, how do you want to handle it? Do you let's want to talk, talk about your best, your worst, your in-betweens? Well, yeah. Let's. Well, first of all, I want to say that this year, the interesting thing about the bonus foods, which we started to talk about, but so because a lot of people don't, I didn't realize that people don't understand sure, the difference. Sure, so, sure. Every year, the State Fair officials, Nikki Heber, uh, not Nikki Heber, <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> the foods are Nikki. She says, um, you know, should they go and they, they every uh, the vendors submit what they're going to do for their new food this year. They say We're, we want to have a corn dog. You know, we want to have a cheese dog. We want to do this, that, and the next. And then they curate a list, and those become, you either get on the list or you don't get on the list. And those become the official new foods of the fair. And that gets a lot of marketing push, and they get a lot of splash. And so there's a lot of, a lot of people who want to have, who vie for those spots, but they don't give it to everybody. And so what happens is, is a lot of the vendors who maybe don't get on that year, they decide, well, I'm still going to do a new food because I want to, you know, I bet people are going to like this. Yep. So they, they then add on to their, you know, their menus on the websites. It just says new food. And so you go through the fair finder if you're, if you're me. <laughs> And you look for it, you stroll every single page of every vendor, and you look to see what a new food is. Um, and we call those the bonus foods. Now, this year, I have to tell you, I thought that some of those bonus foods should have been on the official list. Like, legitimately. There's really no reason why they were, shouldn't have been. Yep. And I think a lot of them were actually better than some of the other foods that they chose from that same vendor. So an example of that, I think, would be the Midtown Global Markets Andes Grill. And what are they calling it? A quesadilla. Quesadilla. Quesadilla, which I thought you brought it. I hadn't. I didn't have it. Because it and wasn't then, on the official list. So a lot of people didn't. They were only going by their the official list. And it was a burrilla taco that was um, cheese and then the pulled beef. It's and a braised, then, yeah. It's, and the best thing is about, you know, burrilla is that it's like the tortilla shell is cooked in the consomme, you know, that beautiful rich broth. And so that the shell is this bright orange and like flavorful and then it gets crisp on it, you know, and then they fold it. And the best thing too, that tray that they have. So they have the two tacos and then they have the burrilla dip that you dip your taco in and then, you know, they call them wet tacos. And then there's like a little hot sauce and limes on the side. And that thing, when it comes hot off the, the griddle there is 
unbeatable. I mean, I, I it loved was it. fantastic. I brought it on every TV show because, and here's the kicker for I want everyone to know: it's only here half the time. That's my sister called me last night at like eight o'clock, and I'm like, State Fair Concierge. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, Where is that thing that Stephanie said? That taco? I'm in the International Bazaar. <laughs> I don't see Andy's Grill. I'm like, No, it's at the Midtown Global Market. It's Andy's Grill at the Midtown Andy's Global Market. Andy's Garage. Thank you. Because Andy's Grill is over there. Andy's Garage inside the International Bazaar. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's a kind of a, you got to find it. But nonetheless, they're only here through Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we'll start the new uh, Arepa Bar uh, vendor. Great. So, but that's it. So that's it, what we're talking about when we talk. So for our guide, you know, they, a lot of, uh, some of the other outlets only did the official new foods. We did all of them. Strib also did all the new foods. I think they even got more. They did some of the ones that we kind of said, eh, if you're going to be just the new flavor of a same thing, like if you're telling me you're going to do mini donuts that are now lemon flavored, I'm like, I gotcha. We're good. Yeah. Like we that's know. not a new food. That's a new flavor. So we decided to skip those because we didn't have enough gut space. What were like, like I thought someone asked me like, what are your top three? Yeah, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can. I, I don't think know. I can. Can you I give me yours? The, I thought the pork schnitzel okay. sandwich from Farmers Union yep. was exceptional. I agree. I agree. That is a sandwich that I actually wish was just. I could go get it. Yeah, Why can't we just so go get well it? It was so well executed. Super crispy. The slaw wasn't drippy. The and slaw was the perfect balance. Yes. That is the way to do slaw. Not too much. Just a perfect condiment that gives a little bit of flavor. The little caraway, a little dill. Gives you that sense of it. Like, you don't need a sauce. You just need some moisture. Yeah, that's flavor. exactly how I felt about it. And a great bun, too. Oh, that was homemade. Bun. And just, that was a delicious sandwich. That was perfect. I also really liked the soulsicle that was a controversial take, and this is like what I was saying earlier, you guys. I think some of us who had it at different times of day had a different experience, and I thought it was fantastic. I heard there were people who were like, what is this? I don't get it. I'm like, you don't get fried chicken on a stick? I'm, yeah, it was a fried I don't know how to help you then, I guess. Chicken <laughs> with a, a, a cornbread topping. Yeah, it had just some macaroni and cheese, yeah. cheese. Like, it was just one great bite with the bright green scallions, and... I don't know if we just got like the super pretty TV version and then it wasn't executed no. well later on, but it was really a tasty chicken thigh. And that's the other, I know that you had, the hard part for you too is that you did stuff that was on TV and it was, um, you know what I mean? Like they're obviously going to take a lot more care. And that's the one thing that we try to think about is not to do, you know, for us as journalists, we don't do the previews. We don't do anything before the fair because we want to get it like they're serving it because the volume of people, the time of day, all of those yep. have a factor. I will say this for that soul sickle. I did say get it. And I have to tell you that I did not get that right away. I did not eat it right away because we were sitting at the table having our beers and the chicken came, you know, uh, the giant baby Sherpa boy came and dropped the, the chicken and we sat there and it sat there for like, 20 minutes before I actually got a bite and it was still delicious. Yeah. I so like it. for me, I was like, that is a, that is a serious moment that you got to consider. You got to give that props for that. Of course, fried chicken. I mean, I'm just going to go back to that. Well, and I think too, like for Lulu's in West end, they've got the tot dog, which I mean, what's not to like about a hot dog rolled in tater tots? Come I know on. people, I don't know. Alex, my, uh, my co-eater, she was like, that's a salt bomb. It wasn't good for her. She didn't like it. I'm here for all the salt. Yeah, let me I don't know if that's right clear. now thinking also, about it. I feel like there is like sort of a salt haze over the uh, state fair. I'm great with that. That's a state I'm fair. So fine. I did not necessarily need the cheese sauce. 
I did. Like, I didn't I need the cheese sauce. I'm there for the cheese sauce. But I thought I it was great. I licked out the cheese sauce out of the little <laughs> container. I was so excited by it. And I was she shouldn't have. Because that was early in the face. day, and I had a lot to do and eat. And I was like, anyway. Still going to eat more. There's cheese sauce. The I mean, Southern Chicken Biscuit Sandwich, which is Betty and Earl's, Jason yeah. Matheson's Biscuit. Legit. Like, he, he, we, we work with him. He's our friend, so that's awesome. But, but legit. Yeah. Really good piece of buttermilk chicken. Great skin on it. The pimento cheese, which I'm not even usually a big pimento cheese person. I thought it was super well executed. The bun was great. The reason I can say that this is such a great sandwich is, I mean, and again, like that you can trust because it was a, it was in concert. It was the chicken. It was the cheese. It was the biscuit. It, was the it wasn't perfect just bite. the biscuit. It was in concert, a perfect bite. Yeah. In fact, that was one of those ones that we had early and I knew how much I had to eat. And I was like, ah, I really have to stop eating this. Because like you got to save room. Because I had to keep going. I know. So a lot of cool beverages out here this year. Like, yeah. I'm not going to pronounce this right. Uh, so I'm just going to call it the coconut leche drink that's at Union yeah. Mung Kitchen. Yeah, that was lovely. It that is, was, I had that again yesterday, and that oh, was spectacular. It's like this coconut milk, lime, Lychee. it's iced. It's got it's like like some fresh herbs on top. Without tasting like a fake chemical pina colada it was mix. so good it and was so refreshing delicious. i loved that drink i'd love not. to have that on a hot summer day with a little rum in it i'm not gonna lie but it was excellent have you did you do any of the uh vegan things yes and this leads me to oh, probably no. one of my worst bites okay so we the herbivorous butcher which we're big fans of they have a great concept for vegans they've like revolutionized a lot of things they are here with a vegan um, chicken. They have chicken and steak. Fried and, chicken and fried steak. And fried steak. So, oh. okay. And we're going to come back and tell you about the bite that I spit out into my neck. And when we come back on oh, the Weekly Dish. Lead. Lead. Oh, there All you right. go. We'll be right back, you guys. We are the Weekly Dish and we are live out at the Minnesota State Fair. We are going to have some of our weekday shows. Uh, following us is going to be Jason and Alexis. And I think following that is Lori and Julia, if I'm I think knowing so. Knowing my schedule. I think so. Uh, we are at Randall and Cooper, and we have the lactation station. If you are a mom who needs a break or you need some time to nurse, that's a great spot to do it. Before we left you on this dramatic cliffhanger of the food that I spit out. <laughs> we were talking about vegan food. I want to say the herbivorous butcher had a chicken fried chicken yep. that was good. It was good. It was tasty. It was on a piece of Texas toast. It had a little gravy. Yep. I liked it. Mm -hmm. And then I went for the chicken fried steak. Uh, and I, just really not good for me. Well, it wasn't steak. Uh, you know, obviously it was chicken fried something, but it was, it just wasn't, it just, it, it was I, like, didn't, I didn't have the visceral reaction that you did. I still ate it and I was like, oh, okay. It doesn't taste like steak, but I don't know what it tastes like. It tasted like overcooked, spiced, salty wheat. Which is what it. Is. is and just not but, i mean really not my favorite well and i okay and to say the truth of this is like to say that i tried all the vegan foods that you know the new ones and i was pleasantly surprised by a few that just was one that i didn't like i like the chicken part of it i didn't love but even Same. then there was two better ones that i would get if i was vegan and i told Lori about this last night but there's a vegan corn dog and yeah <laughs> finally the vegan okay. corn dog has arrived. Shout out from Duds. <laughs> um, the vegan corn dog is like on the. It's right in front of the old ye old mill, and it is a. Uh, it is a corn dog that you guys we sent Giant Baby to go get it because we were sitting at a French Meadow. He runs to go get it. He comes back. We're all trying it, and I was like, "Did you did you get 
the vegan corn dog? I'm like, are you sure? Did you get the wrong one? He's like, no, this is the vegan corn dog. It was so close to a, a regular hot dog. I was just surprised. In it a was pleasant like, way. In a very pleasant way because I feel like if you're getting a vegan corn dog, you're getting you're you're hoping to eat non-meat, but wanting that same sensation of like memory, t- nostalgia, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, and the smell of the cornbread, yeah. and yeah. So absolutely. they did it really well. And while we were sitting at French Meadow, we got these little chicken sliders, which had you know a piece of like fried chicken meat, fake chicken meat, and then they had pickles, and they had you know just like slaw, and it was these little cute buns, like and, a potato bun. Yeah, and I have to tell you that, like I took a couple bites, and I just if you're just eating it, you wouldn't have known that it wasn't chicken and i thought and and alex my co you know writer the thing is like don't really look at the meat because <laughs> when you look at it, it's a little gray that's how i feel about sausage Ooh, in general but don't I know. look at I was the like, inside we're just of your used sausage to looking at sausage so i would say that that those two of mine if you're gonna try a new vegan thing those two would be the ones that i would get one thing that i have heard a lot of good feedback about and i haven't eaten yet but i know you have is the paleta at yeah. the Hamlin Church Dining Hall from uh, La Michoacana Rosa. <laughs> yes, get a, g- yep. giggle away. It's the best when Hanson does it. Um, Bubblegum flavored or birthday cake flavored. And this is just like a creamy. It's just a popsicle. Yeah. But it's so delicious. It's like an ice cream popsicle. And it's like a creamsicle, if you will. Yes. And uh, they do a really good job. And you love that? I know. And then they had like, they had like, they have other flavors, right? Like we ate, I like specifically ordered the two that I wanted, which was the birthday cake and the bubblegum ice cream. And then they have like berry and they have a whole bunch of different flavors. I think there's a flavors. pistachio one too. Yeah, there's a lot of flavors. They're just, you guys, those those cats know how to make a popsicle. It's really delicious. And it's really refreshing. You know what I mean? One thing that I'm interested to see your feedback on, because O'Gara's always has some interesting foods, but yeah. none that have really like hit home for me. But how about the Reuben rolls? Are are these positive? I have to tell you that, like, let's level set, right? This is going to be your fried food bar snack. Like, if you're sitting at O'Gara's, you're posting up to a bar at the state fair. That's why you're at O'Gara's, right? You're there to have the good times. You're there to be with your friends. You're there to get a couple beers. You want to hear the bagpipes. You want to hear the bagpipes. You want to just be at O'Gara's. And so I feel like when you're getting a Reuben roll, which is like an egg roll with Reuben stuff inside, that's where you're coming from. That's a good beer snack i liked it it had more reuben meat had more corned beef than i thought it would and i was happy with it i don't want to make it into something like oh well it didn't have a nuance yeah no this is a bar snack that you're having to sustain you so you can have more beers which leads me to the other snack that you had that i saw i was like where is that and this is this Little tater tot potato hammy cheesy inside yeah, yeah. at Sammy's. Sunny's. Sunny's. So okay. this is not a place. This is in the food hall, you guys, or in the food building. And it's not a place that you normally go to because it doesn't have a big sign saying what it is. It actually just says something like big stuffed corn dog. Or, like they have, <laughs> they their signage is horrible for the fact that it is good for like it tells you what's there. It's one of those places that doesn't really have a name presence, and it's just a concession stand. But I have to tell you, it's right inside the building, um, right next to Ballpark Cafe. You know, there's like that Roadhouse 66, and then it's the Sunnies, and it's right next to Sarah's Tipsy Pie as well, if that helps you out. But I tell you what, they have these jumbo tater kegs. They have jumbo stuffed tater tots that have like ham and cheese and goodness inside them. And uh, to me, that's your move. If you're going to go sit at the ballpark cafe and have some beers, quickly bop over to Sunny's, get this huge thing of tater tots, and go sit at ballpark. Yum. Get some garlic fries while you're there, too. 
And we have long talked about the my favorite uh, black licorice ice cream at Bridgman's, but yeah. they're showing up in the Grey Duck Sunday. Yeah. With the little um, mini marshmallows. The marshmallows that are like uh, from like Lucky Charms are kind of freeze Swiss dried, Miss. right? They're Swiss Miss yes. in my mind. Um, yeah, those were great, and I was happy for those. And um, I thought, and I felt like, I felt like in a weird way that we manifested that. I want, I just want you to you know, you and me, yeah. Oh, totally. We totally manifested that <laughs> being here because that one year. Well, we had been talking about it for a while, and then they had it that one year, and then we were both like, oh my god, I can't believe there's black licorice ice cream, and that's like, hello. This is amazing. Yeah, we're huge fans, and people just once you've tried it, and even if you don't love black licorice, some it's, people have really liked really it. It's a really interesting flavor of place. Okay, one thing can I tell you about that I'm really sad about that I realized as I was walking down by there. You know my favorite thing at the fair, my personal silly the weird, fried pickle. No, no, it's not the, the cream, the uh, pastrami cream cheese pickly roll up. Yeah, I love that. The pretzels. But it's the pretzels. The pretzels are gone. Oh. The pretzel house is only doing pretzel dogs, where they take their pretzel dough and wrap it around a hot dog. And I just, that's not what I'm looking for. That's sad. They're, those buttery, stupid pretzels were so good. They were doughy and, like, just bread. <laughs> like, it was just like, and what I used to do is I would get one of those big, silly, buttery, salty pretzels. And then I'd walk down to the, you know, the dairy club get kids and get the dairy club shake. And then you get a chocolate shake and you dip your pretzel in the shake. I'm sorry, Steph. So here I am trying to manifest that. Can I get that back, Pretzel House, please? Uh, can we manifest something? Why do we need, and maybe I'm wrong, okay. but a giant duck egg at the Hideaway Speakeasy? What is happening there? It is a giant duck egg, crispy ham, cheddar, tomato, spinach, something. Is this a sandwich? It's is an open this... face sandwich. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something very truthful. That was the first food I think that I've really actually liked from Hideaway, and I mean like over the years. And I was very impressed that they had a good runny egg going. If you like a jammy egg, that's I was very impressed that they executed that. Okay. It's just that it's really unwieldy and the bread you can't really cut through it, so you're basically trying to pick up this giant toasty it's just that the construction was wrong, but for the first time, all the ingredients and all the flavors were really good. Okay, so it worked for you because it just looks but I'm like, not gonna, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get that here because it also was like, it was like a huge piece of toast. that, And I get it. When you put a giant duck egg on it, you can't pre-cut it because then you ruin it. Yep. So like you have to, but I just almost wish that there was like a softer piece of bread underneath it or something. I don't know. Did you do a cheese curd taco? I did. I really liked that. What's did other people like? hate it? Yeah, I don't know. People were just like, meh, I don't know, cheese curd taco. I'm like, come on. I was, it's yes, a cheese yes. curd. I was with that because also um, there's a lot of tacos, if you guys can't tell, lots of taco situations out here. That was like a very original crispy shell. You know, it was like a fry bread type of shell. And then it was, I did the chicken bacon ranch one, which was like, there should just be a whole world of chicken bacon ranch. But there it was is. like chicken little crispy chicken little bits of fried curds and then ranch and bacon and it was great and pizza pickle pizza you know i like pickle pizza should have just been called the stephanie march i mean honestly i pickle knew ranch the hard part is i went into it knowing that you did not love it because of the way that it was a floppy thing i just i did love the taste and i would order it again yeah. and i if someone was walking by with one i'd be like yeah i'll have a slice it was um kind of doughy because I think it's just hard to execute like crispy pizza at the fair. So I don't even know if that's fair to say because I loved all of it. And I kind of wanted to just roll it up into a 
pizza. You know how you eat well, New York style pizza? Well, it is a huge slice, so it's going to be harder anyway. So you do need to. I just I just don't know how hot they can get their ovens going. But and it was a four out of five for me. Still I really loved. I loved it. And here's my thing. I'm going to show you the hack later on, which is to take your pizza. And then you walk it down the little road. They have the min dot is the is the display next to them, and they have this like weird road. You walk it down the road to the other side to the end of the road, and you make a left, and you're at Netterfields, and they have the hot sauces there. And that's that Stephanie's huge, bologna sandwich that's where mecca. I get, yeah, where I get my bologna sandwich. They have the hot sauces in the little courtyard there. So I'm gonna walk my pizza to that hot sauce stand and douse that baby, and then I'm gonna win. That's how I'm winning today. And then you're gonna. I'm roll doing it. it, Phil. Don't you doubt that I'm gonna do it. Don't you doubt that I'm gonna take video while I do it. So that's the thing is I think that there's but here's the other thing like someone another reviewer or I think it was Strid that they said that they had sweet pickles on there and mine were like no those were dill but they said they got sweet pickles huh so I didn't know it was yeah so Ooh, I mean like that's the thing I don't know who knows um all right did I cover all of your like big wins and losses here's the one I do want to talk about this other thing that was like very strange that was um this was a new vendor uh, called Sir, the Pickle Barrel Sirloin Tips. Did you see this one? It's down by Auntie M's. Or it's down by the uh, lottery building. Yep. You know what I mean? Down and there. Department of Natural Resources. Yeah. And so this was like sirloin tips. It was a very, it was a very strange experience for me. <laughs> and we like, you walk up and you're like, I guess I'll have the tips. Like that's all that there are, the sirloin tips. And then she says, so what, do you want the mashed potatoes with it? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, and then they go, and then she's like, got this like, it's, it's, just in tinfoil. There's no boat. There's no, it's just a tinfoil hand that she's like, like scooping <laughs> stuff into. And then she's like, and do you want the mushrooms with that? You know? Plop and then they're like popping and I'm hand. just watching it thinking like, am I going to have to hold that? Is that coming to me? Did like it that? come with a spoon then? A fork. But then, and so then it was like, and mushrooms and onions and stuff. And then you get it. And it's just like, everything's simmering in these pots in front of you. <laughs> You're just kind of like. I don't know. It was very strange. So it needed a vehicle to hold all the things. I don't know. Maybe. And then, but then it was just sort of all tasted like, like salty gravy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was also like meat and it mushrooms and like onions. It sounds like a school lunch disaster. It, it, and, but, and then, yeah, it was just weird. But all I could think about, here's, here's what I want to say. Those potatoes though, like as mashed potatoes go, they were great because they weren't just like institutional mashed potatoes, which I know you love. Yeah. But potato they were buds. like actual mashed potatoes and all I could think about is you can get a side of mashed potatoes <laughs> for $4 and I literally am going to go I get a side of mashed say, potatoes. She's just going to go get potatoes. I'm hoping that I get a handful of mashed potatoes in some tinfoil and I'm going to walk up to Union Monk Kitchen. I'm going to buy some Tiger Bite sauce. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to get some, put some hot sauce on it and then I'm going to get the, uh, like some of the skewer of and put some chicken on it, and I'm gonna have chicken mashed potatoes. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Because it? it's kind of a chilly day. You could do it today. Um, I wanna just make sure that we got everything. Mini deep dish pizza. Meh. Fine. Uh, we talked about the Berea. We talked about. Did you have the peach shortcake Sunday or the Baba's hummus bowls? I had the Baba's hummus bowls. Or the R and R tips. Um, I had the Baba's hummus bowls, and I thought that they were um, fine. They're great, actually. The the buffalo chicken hummus bowl was really delicious. I like that. I also like the lobster roll. We haven't talked about that. That was that is delicious. It's huge. That's the it's delicious uh, new scenic cafe up in yeah, Duluth, Highway sixty one, right up there. And it's 20 bucks, and that's like the big controversy at the State Fair today, is that it's like $20 for a sandwich, which I feel like, I mean, we're buying, I mean, I don't know, I'm outloading way more than 20 bucks. And anyway. if it's got a lot of lobster in it, lobster's not cheap, I think no. I would, I think Here's, I could do that. The other one I want, oh, we're way over time. Okay. We're going to come back. We're going to come back, and we're going to start to get to some of the drinks and the beers when we come back on <laughs> Weekly Dish. Uh, 
Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We are live out at the State Fair at Randall and Cooper. Stephanie and I are talking about our State Fair foods. We're going to get to one more food that Stephanie wanted to mention, and then we'll start talking about the beverages. I do want to say that at 11 o'clock, as this show wraps up, I will be doing a cookbook signing here. You can buy the book and get it signed by me at the MyTalk booth. Yep. It's the True North Cabin cookbook. It just has come out, so this will be my first signing. I'm pretty excited. Uh, Well done, you. Well done, you. Yeah, so that'll be done happening after this show wraps up, and you come into Jason and Alexis. That's right. That's good. And Shop Girls will be here next week at our time slot from 9 to 11 at Shop Girls on the stage. Yep, with our our state fair schedules are a little funny, but it's (laughs) going to, you get a lot of good shows. Lots of good shows. Lots of good shows. All right, I got got one more that I want to talk about because I think it's so interesting, and I think that it was, uh, I don't, I actually haven't looked to see if everybody else, like, loved it or hated it, but I think the Pie Press did not like it, but it's the Concha Burger. Have you guys seen the Concha Burger? It's in the Coliseum, and it's called, it's, it's at a place called Aldo's, well done, lady with the bottle and the baby. Well done. I know, isn't she cute? Um, <laughs> so it's called Concha Burger, and it's, so a Concha Bun is like a, sort of a Mexican sweet bread, and it's, I, I don't want to say donut because that puts you in a different space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's either bright pink or it's yellow. Oh, they did not like it. No, the strip gave it one star. Oh, okay, because here's the thing, you guys. I was sort of I was sort of captivated by it and I was sort of like the idea that there was like this bun that had sort of a sweetness to it and then the chef puts on this raspberry aioli and it's not a sweet aioli it's just a little fruity aioli which is just mayo and then um, and then it has on it uh, uh, pepper jack cheese bacon and then jalapenos and so then, and then a burger. So, and the burger, by the way, they cook it on the flat top in front of you. Get so it's not like sitting cold waiting. You watch it being cooked. I got to tell you that bite and like the idea that there's a sweetness, but also then a you know like sort of a, a tart berry. But then you had bacon, the salty rich bacon, and then the spiciness from the jalapenos and the pepper jack cheese. By the amount of time you've just spent talking know, so. about this, you really liked it, <laughs> I and guess it's I shocking because you don't like sweet. I don't necessarily. It, it's on paper. I should not have liked this burger. I should have said run away, and then I ate it, and it was. I liked it. All right. So there it is. I just, that's the thing is like, there was another thing that was on paper. You said, you're like, on paper, you should have really liked this chicken and biscuit skewer. And I didn't. Uh, the, that was the Sausage, sausage Sister. Sisters. Which yeah. I love so many of their other things. I would get the Vietnamese one a hundred times over. And I was with you when you ate that. I'm like, what about a sausage piece and a biscuit piece <laughs> are, is not working for you, Stephanie March? And I know, she was like, like what? I don't know, but it's Who not. Who are you right now? And I'm like, it just wasn't. It just didn't. So. All anyway. right. So. There are tons of new beverages out at the State Fair. We've got 300 beverages and brews all together, 47 new ones. Stephanie has drank all of them. I've probably drank at least half of them. Yeah. So we will talk about some of our favorites. Was it you that loved the, it was you, the Bomba Bowl Froze All Day Slushy? Yes, we were just talking about that. Dino's Yeah, we were talking about that. It's Dino's Euros. And yeah, and they like, it was this, because of all the slushies, we, we, you guys, there's a lot of slushies out here. In fact, like I said in the piece that I wrote, we're starting to call them slushies. Because we're all just like, I mean, it's like you kind of melt down into it and you're just like, is this another slushy? Um, and, and I will say, just to let you guys know, in, in as far as the way that we grouped it this year with the beers, we decided that instead of putting the beers into the Get It, Skip It guide, um, which, you know, makes it, I mean, it would have been 
120 things long, you know, which is hard to scroll down. So what we did this year, we also decided that maybe people, they tend to get a multiple amount of food in an area, but you may only get like one beer and then you're walking with your beer, right? And so we thought it should be better. We'll take each, the beers that are in each quadrant that we sort of hold on to like West End and the barns and things like that. And then we ranked them so that there's beers by area on the list. I liked it. Yeah. Um, if so, you want to go ahead and call out some of the ones you liked and... Yeah, you know what? Here's the deal. There's a couple sours that were tremendous. And the Electric Empress, which is at the West oh. End at Lulu's, is a Starkeller shells. I feel like Starkeller shells, It's they've tried one every year, and they've done a really great job. This one is like the culmination. This one is so delicious to me. It's a pretty sophisticated sip. It's yeah. almost like... A little bit wine because there's plum. Yeah, it's a plummy thing. It's it's a little hazy. AB, ABV, so it's not low but not high. It's kind of right in the middle there. I feel like, and it is it is a plummy thing, but it's got a lot of like bite to it. I just I just really enjoyed it. I did too. I thought it was everybody great. loved it. It was a five sipper for me. Yeah, I think I got a seven point six out of nine. I'm for a us. what my scale's one to five. So if okay. I say five, it's like go and get it. Okay, um, we did. Uh, they also have a. a a strawberry rhubarb cider out there. That was delicious. Loved. People loved that. Both you and I loved that. And it is sweet. Yeah. But it's got the tartness of the rhubarb, and it's made by Sociable. It's at Lulu's West End. Really loved. Did you do the Anamales beer? I did. The, the Pit peach, Boss. Smoked Pit Boss. peaches and Bauhaus Brewing. They did a smoked peach beer for RC's Barbecue. What did you think? Uh, here's what I thought. I personally thought it was a three and a half, maybe a four. Yeah. I felt like this is a beer that is not going to be appreciated by the State Fair folks. That's what I thought, too. Because you could, it smelled like peach coming up to your nose, yep. and then the smoke on the back end was a little weird yeah. if you didn't really kind of know what you were going in for. So I felt like it might be a miss for them. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad beer. Bauhaus brews, brews great beer. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked it. I was the one who liked it. And I thought it went, I thought it was a little malty on the back end, which is a little bit strange when you have a very peach-forward front. But for the fa fact of having it with the spicy food that we ate, we drank it with the barbecue sauce, you know, the barbecue yep. rib tips, and I thought that was pretty delicious. Um, Would you agree, though, it's a tough one maybe yeah, for the fair no, crowd? Uh, and, our, and to be clear, our little co consortium of drinkers, we had, like, you know, a self-professed cider girl. We had, like, a beer snob. We had, like, the college kid. We had lots of different tastes. And I, I was like an outlier that I really liked it. Yeah. We're going to continue to talk about State Fair beers with Brad from Liftbridge. Brad Glenn, he'll be with us. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish presented by Hornitos.